Let's get nuts. Well, hello, children. What's happening, everybody? Happy Monday. Happy end of Monday, I should say. How's everybody doing today? We doing good, hopefully. How's it going, guys? <laughs> sure you guys subscribe to the channel, hit that like, thumbs up, hit that <laughs> notification bell so you know when I'm doing this stuff. Much appreciated. Hopefully you guys had a good weekend. We got a short week, we got a holiday week, so, you know, let's see what happens when it comes to news. Is it going to be a lot of news this week? Well, lots to talk about today. So anyway, so I appreciate you guys uh, clicking in. Like I said, do all that. Become a member if you want to join. Become part of the Film Junkie uh, family. Do that. And then, of course, follow me on all the Sockmans right there. You want to support the Patreon, do that right there, too. What's going on, Ryan? Guess who's back? Back again. It's 9 o'clock? Wait a minute. It's only 6 o'clock. Are you from the future? What's going on, Izzy? Uh, Izike, I should say. Patrick. Hi, Dave. Why so serious? I watched Bullet Train on Friday, and did you enjoy it? I sure as hell did. It's great stuff. What's going on, Tyler? Ayo! We got Stephanie right here. We got Fear Jason. What's going on, Jesse? Ahoy, ahoy, Mr. McKenzie. Good to see ya. J.D. McRae is here. We got Miss Nighthawk. How's it going, Steph? And we got Dane B. What's going on? Henry Cavill's, yes. Oh, yeah, there's some stuff. What's going on, Mr. Brian Kelly right here? Hashtag full frontal, yes. Well, still trying to get that roll. Okay, darling. Okay, we got uh, Rerum right here. Thank you. Yes, hit that like thumbs up, as he did right there. Much appreciated, of course. We got Mr. Eric Patterson. How's it going? All right. Let's see. Uh, yeah, we'll be talking about that, of course, which is uh, really very sad. James Noel, how you doing? Weekend was pretty damn good. It was jam-packed. I'll talk a little bit about it and, uh, after I talk to you guys here. What's going on, Ziggs? Good to see ya. All right. Let's see who else we got here. We got Clark Connor Hanks. How's it going? <laughs> well, I mean, it's two different supermen, I guess you could say, so... What's going on, Rosemary? Yes, I did. I did. I got a haircut over the weekend. I grew it short. Yeah, I got them all cut. Yeah, as uh, a joke is. What's going on, RJ? Good to see you. Let's see. We got... Yeah, here I am. Wait, where am I? I don't know where you are. Where are you? Uh, we got bring back, bringing back Tomahawk. Showing some emojis right there. Cool, 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 cool. All right, is there anybody else? I think that's pretty much it, guys. So, uh, good stuff. Okay, let's go ahead and turn that. All right. Uh, yeah, happy to see you guys. And I got a new little toy. I actually, if you guys watch the Vodka stream, I have a new little uh, a deck right now. So be prepared to hear some drops, you know. Got some drops that are loaded up to it and everything like that. So I got like this uh, new little contraption right here that I'll be uh, playing with. It actually helps a lot when it comes to streaming. So uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. But uh, anyways, guys, yeah, um, yeah, I had a great weekend. It was my Nana's birthday, her 90th birthday, so we went, celebrated at this uh, restaurant, and it was, uh, it was, uh, it was great. It was great. I, you know, I danced with her because she likes to dance. Uh, still at 90, was just rocking it and all that stuff. It was great, great food. Got to see a bunch of family and everything. And then last night I went to uh, see Brad Williams at the uh, the Brea Improv. That was a lot of fun. So just a jam-packed weekend. But uh, but I had I had a little mishap. I had a little mishap. Um, uh, I've been wanting to upgrade my phone. 
I've been wanting to upgrade my phone. I've had the Google Pixel 3a for like three years plus. And, you know, it was still rocking, still good. I cracked the screen a little bit, but it was still good. Still good. And I wasn't pulling the trigger. And I was like, when am I, when should I get a new phone? I was thinking about it, thinking about it. Well, the, uh... The, cell, the, the, the phone gods were like, hey, guess what? You should actually get a new phone because when we were at this restaurant and I was wearing slacks, so it was pretty slippery. You know, those pockets can be very slippery. They don't hold like jean pockets, I guess you could say. So it just slipped right out. My phone just flew right out of my uh, pocket and out of my hand and fl- face planted right on the, the hard surface floor and totally just cracked it and everything like that. So then of course I had to, uh, after that I had to uh, search and try to find uh, a T-Mobile that had the phone I wanted, but yes, got a new phone. So we're all good right here. Got a brand new phone and yes, look at that. It's got a nice uh, brand new case and protection on it. So, you know, we're all good. But yeah, I had a phone death over the weekend, you know, so. Yeah, it was a, that was a lot of fun, but you know, that's what you gotta do. So, anyways, yeah, it was just like, come on, man. It's ridiculous. That's what I felt like when it hit the ground right there. Jeez. It's terrible. Absolutely terrible. But, hey, what could you do? I know. That's right, Jesse, right? Yeah, okay. No one wants to see those. Maybe one person. <laughs> anyways, okay. So, come on, man. Yeah, there we go. I got to get that drop for sure. So, all right, guys. So, that's what my weekend was like. It was busy, and uh, I broke my phone and got a new phone. So, there we go. And somehow, I have a bruise on my on my arm right here. I have no idea where that's from, but okay. It happens. I just noticed that right now. <laughs> I was like, wait, I got a bruise on my arm. I have no idea. Uh, maybe I was fighting crime, too, in my sleep. Maybe that was happening. Anyways, all right. Let's get to it. Let's get to the tweets, huh? Let's get to these tweets and see what's happening. But, of course, first I'm going to uh, let's uh, talk a little bit about, of course, uh, oops, I have one drop that's, uh, yeah, I got to turn that one off. All right. But, anyways, just want to remind you guys of MoviePallet.com. Obviously, the holiday season is um, is upon us. Black Friday, all that stuff. Special offers are happening. If you want to get uh, a color palette for your favorite movie on a canvas or get it for the movie lover in your family, friend, whatever. I got one right up there. I got the Matrix. It's beautiful. Uh, I'm going to definitely get more. But, yeah, if you want to do that, they're running all kinds of deals. And if you want 15% more off, just use code. Just use code. Junkie 15. It's all provided down below. All that stuff. MoviePallet.com. It looks so delicious, right? You just want to lick it. It looks like a freaking candy bar. Anyways, all right. Let's get to it right now. Uh, also, cheers, guys. Also, cheers. Yeah. Mmm. Ah. Good stuff. I also got my wine going on right now, so. All right. And then, of course, let's start off with the, um, <laughs> let's start off with the lovely, uh, the lovely Amy Adams. I did a short video about this, but I, I'm sure you guys saw this. Um, she was, of course, you know, Disenchanted just came out. I haven't watched it. I haven't even watched the first one. But she, uh, of course, was asked about Henry Cavill and Superman. So just in case you didn't see it, check it out. Henry Cavill, back as Superman. When did you hear? How did you find it? I mean, I think I heard from my husband, actually. Yeah. I'm thrilled for him. He's such a wonderful Superman, so I'm very excited for him. Lois coming back? They haven't spoken to me about it. So do you want Lois? I mean, if it's me, great. If it's somebody else, Lois has, the role of Lois has been filled by so many wonderful actresses in the past, so I'll support whatever direction they go. Thank you, Amy. Thank you. 
Whatever direction they go, right? Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's like those eyes are very just like hypnotizing, right? I mean, I'm not, <laughs> you know, I mean, we're looking at her eyes, right? But anyways, but yeah, so... I mean, perfectly reasonable answer. It sounds like if they were to call her and be like, hey, we're doing this. You want to come back as Lois? I think she would actually come back. It sounds like she would, right? So just saying, just saying. Anyways, okay. Um, so moving on, we got Batman right here. Um, let's see. We got what? Life-size bust by Infinity Studio, which looks really cool like that. Amy is fantastic, isn't she? So that looks pretty cool. Although the cape looks really short. Am I wrong about that? Does that the cape look weird? I don't know. Anyways, uh, and then we got Quentin Tarantino. He's been talking uh, a lot lately uh, when it comes to... He uh, he was just on uh, Two Bears, One K with Tom Segura, actually. I actually listened to it today. I guess this is where all the stuff's coming from. But he is, in fact, he his next project apparently is going to be an eight-episode limited series. He's written a TV show, a limited series. Eight episodes. He's written eight, eight episodes. Curious to see what it, exactly it is. Is it going to be a Western? Is it going to be what? I don't know. Who knows what it's going to be. But uh, looking forward to whatever it is. Quentin Tarantino, that's all I need. And then look at this, Wednesday Old and New. That's right, there was a premiere of Wednesday, which I'm looking forward to because I am a big Adams Family fan. But yes, we got the uh, the Wednesday Adams from the 90s, and now we got the Wednesday Adams of now, Jana Ortega and Christina Ricci right there. So that's pretty cool. Uh, we got some more uh, Justice uh, Project Justice League UE coming out. So obviously Mr. Nicotina, it's going to be released on Christmas Day. So check that out. Some more stuff coming from that. Hey, look at The Rock right here. His debut in the wrestling world. Look at how puffy this man was at one point. And that hair. Look at that hair. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. But hey, what could he do? It's just it, that's the way it looks. Um, but, you know, that's the way it looks. Nothing. I mean, that's the way he <laughs> was. It's a pretty interesting costume he had there. I mean, I, I don't know exactly what he was going for, but maybe his mom made it. I don't know. But there you go. So that was funny. That was pretty funny right there. And then it was uh, Martin Scorsese's happy birthday. It was his birthday uh, last week on the 17th. So happy birthday to him. We got some promotional artwork for Legion of Superheroes. This should be an interesting one. I still got to catch up on some of these uh, animated DC uh, projects right here. Promo art looks pretty cool, but we'll see what happens. There, there's a uh, you know, Mr. Fear Jason put my face on Elon Musk's head. Um, he's got you know, yeah, it's a pretty big head. I look like a bobblehead right there, but hey, I'll run Twitter. Why not? Why not? And I'm not sure. Is this an official? I don't know if this. I don't think this is an official poster because uh, they just started filming it. So I'm not. I don't think it's an official poster. But whoever made this poster, pretty damn awesome for Ana de Armas, ballerina, the John Wick spinoff. That's pretty cool. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where the poster came from or whatever the hell. But yeah, that's uh, that's pretty interesting. And then I love this. Uh, I love this piece of art right here too. This is pretty great. It's got all the, uh, you know, the Batman everything, all the way to Pattinson. We got even got Cavill Superman right there. We got everything right there when it comes to this. Look at that. We got Arthur Fleck, you know. It's just, yeah, just spot everybody. They're all eating some kind of dessert. It's cool. I want this on my wall right here. My God, even got Batgirl in the back. And somehow Darth Vader made it in. Why is Darth Vader in the very back? Who knows? Somebody decided, hey, let's put Darth Vader in the back. But uh, that's pretty cool. I thought that was pretty cool. And hey, guess what? Jesus Christ. 
<sighs> so the budget for Fast and Furious 10 has ballooned to $340 million. That's right. Uh, I mean, obviously, there's inflation and stuff like that. There might be something uh, coming down the pike that's, uh, that might be talking about this from somebody who uh, frequents the Vodka stream. Uh, but, yeah, it's pretty interesting. But, uh, yes, it's ballooned up to 304. This is just one movie. It's not both of them. So it almost seems like uh, the next two Fast and Furious sequels actually might. <laughs> is it going to be a billion-dollar thing? Who knows? But, uh, hey, guess what? It's just um, that's um, what can you what, what do you expect when it's uh, when it's when it's Vin Diesel, you know? Idiot. Yeah, I mean, I don't just whatever. He's uh, that franchise just needs to die, in my opinion. But uh, you know, whatever. Hey, we got uh, why not stuff making a little gif right here from Man of Steel. That's pretty cool. Uh, apparently there's going to be like another, um, escape from New York. They've been talking about this for a while, but, uh, somebody named radio silence, I guess he changed his name to radio silence is might be, uh, he's going to be directing a new escape from New York. I mean, who knows if, uh, if, uh, what's his name? If Kurt Russell's actually going to be in there, who knows? We'll see. And then of course, uh, we got this right here, Batman by, uh, Juan Fierra. I can't even say that last name. I'm terrible. What could you do? Snake Plissken, yes. I know, right? But at the same time, it's like, you know, what do they do? Do they bring him back? Do we have old man Snake Plissken? I don't know. I don't know what's going to be happening with that, but we will see. And then, yes, guys, uh, we had a, there was like a Twitter meltdown, and it still continues to today. I was making fun. I couldn't help, but like my timeline, I don't know if your guys' timeline, all doom and gloom when it came to the whole Twitter thing. Everybody's just like pretending to jump ship. They're not really jumping ship. They're just seeing other people jump ship. So then they have to jump ship. I don't know. It's all ridiculous. People are claiming that they're leaving Twitter for like multiple other social medias now. Now, there's so many different social media accounts and everything now, but. Yeah, people were just having like little like, uh, hey, follow me over here. And I'm just kind of going, okay, why? And then Zack Snyder, of course, uh, last week on the 17th was released the Snyder Cut Day. We have Zack Snyder right here. Uh, he posted on Twitter, which, you know, he rarely does. That's right. Zack Snyder didn't post that, hey, you could follow me on something else. He wasn't saying all that jazz, all that, uh, hey, you know, follow me over here. I'm still going to be on Twitter because it's not going anywhere, but hey. But anyways, he posted this right here, and this is very heartwarming. He said, Autumn used uh, to sign everything with this quote. The goal is not to live forever, but to create something that does. All of you who made jail real, honor her. So there you go. And then, of course, he uh, followed it up, so not only by your massive fundraising effort for mental health, but by having had a hand in creating something that will live forever. And for that, I am internally grateful, eternally grateful. So absolutely beautiful right there. You know, cheers to, of course, uh, Autumn. And yes, please, like I said, guys, underneath every, underneath every post, Every post that I put on YouTube, you're always going to have the AFSP, the Autumn Snyder Fund, and you're, uh, you know, always, always do that. Never do that. Never forget that that's down there. So, yeah. Anyways, okay, so continuing on. Uh, yeah, I was just making fun of everybody. I'll say follow me on MySpace just in case, though. And then, uh, of course, uh, Fear Jason put my face on, Mar on uh, what was his name, Mark? Is that was his name? Not Mark. What the hell was, uh, what was, uh, this guy's name? I'm totally forgetting what his name was. Uh, MySpace guy. 
his only picture, which is right here, which he created MySpace and then sold it. Tom, there you go. Thank you, guys. I couldn't remember. I was like, Mark, no, that's the guy who runs, you know, the other one. Yeah, so... But yeah, it was crazy. And then, of course, I did a self-pod on Patreon exclusive. So hopefully you guys listen to that who uh, subscribe to the Patreon. I kind of went off when it got a little ranty right there. Definitely did. Then we got Joe Manganello right here. He's thanking Zach. Uh, too many more fun adventures, which is good. We want to see more of uh, those fun adventures for sure. And yes, uh, this uh, person right here, the Twitter apocalypse chatter has a lot of Y2K vibes. Yes, that's what it really sounded like. It was like 2022's Y2K. So ridiculous. And because everybody thought that, that Twitter was just going to come crashing down and nothing freaking happened. Uh, Marquisa Brownlee right here, he said, the irony of following Twitter's chaos on Twitter. Yeah, Jesus Christ. It's just, it was so ridiculous. I couldn't, I just was, I was getting annoyed, to be honest. That's why I kept tweeting stuff like that. I was being kind of a douche. I get it. But look, even Elon Musk said, and we just hit another all time high in Twitter usage. You're falling it. You're falling for it. Okay? All this stuff, the media and whatever, and even Elon Musk, they're all putting it out there. And, you know, it's just, it's, don't fall for it. <laughs> Stop it with the whole thing. Just because you see a bunch of other people doing a good thing doesn't mean you have to do it. You can do your own thing. You can just continue on. But yes, he's basically just going dance, puppet, dance, puppets, jays. This is pretty cool right here. We got Anya Taylor-Joy. The beautiful Anya Taylor-Joy. Reading uh, off this right here. This is pretty funny. Sorry, the restaurant took forever. I'm on my way now to but get your bitch ass out of my lane. LMAO what? Uh, voice text. My bad. There you go. Voice text. Ah, ripping off my idea. I had like kind of a similar idea a while back when it came to reading messages like that. Anyways, uh, what else we got here? All right, so let's continue on. We're all good. That's a cool little gif right there, of course. Uh, let's continue. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. And then the next day, we're all fine. Twitter is still around. Still going. Uh, Avatar, the way of the water. Long range tracking to earn $135 million domestic at the box office opening weekend. So that's not too shabby. Apparently, there's like a new trailer that's coming out. I don't know why there needs to be yet another trailer. Just really interesting. I don't know. I don't get it. Uh, what's going on, Aaron and uh, Casey? Good to see you guys. Good to see you guys. Okay. And then, hey, floating heads. What the hell is this? I don't know. Somebody decided, hey, this was going to be a poster, a stand. I don't know. What the hell? This is pretty awful. You know, I mean, anybody, any one of us could have done this easily. But, uh, yeah, this is pretty bad. Not to, not, not, not really a good little poster right there of uh, Shazam 2. Promotional art. But it's promotional art. Probably not going to be official. It looks pretty bad. Anyways, oh, and then we got this right here. Uh, when it comes to James Gunn, and this is what I love, is the fact that he is answering people's uh, questions and tweets and all that stuff. And uh, he's basically letting everybody know what's going on, and he's calling out the BS, which there'll be another tweet that he actually calls out some BS. But uh, when it comes to uh, right here, somebody asked that somebody asked James Gunn, he said, The rap just reported you and Saffron are planning to reveal the new DC plans in the next two months. Is that true? And he said, Yes, that is true, revealing it to 
the Warner Brothers Discovery team. We kind of talked about this on the Vodka stream on Friday. When it comes to James Gunn and Peter Saffron, it's like, yeah, they're coming up, of course, with that cohesive DC Bible and the roadmap and all that stuff. And, uh, of course, the rap, Scoopy Pants, most likely, was saying like, oh, yeah, in the next two months, we're going to get that slate or that reveal or whatever the fuck. That's not true. It's bullshit, as he's just, uh, as he called out right here. And uh, yeah, so when it came to that, it's like he said that, yeah, they're going to be revealing it to the team because we're not going to probably hear about it till maybe Comic-Con or if they do a DC fandom. I don't know. We're not going to hear it till probably like second quarter next year that when we finally find out what's actually going to be happening post-2023. So just saying. But I love the fact that he's doing this, and there's another tweet that's going to be uh, coming out right there. But yes, you know, Scoopy Pants, yeah, get out of here. You just suck. But, uh, yeah, we'll see that other tweet, too, where he really calls out some of that stuff, which is funny. Hey, we got an image of Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones right here, where he actually says uh, he did Indiana Jones because he would be nice to see one of uh, one where Indiana Jones was at the end of his journey. Uh, it's become important to me to figure out how to make the movie about a hero at sunset. So this will definitely be Harrison Ford's last Indiana Jones. And yes, uh, thank you for being a 10-month member there, Dane. But Dave, Scoopers, no more than gun. Apparently they do. And then, oh my God, guys, look what happened. As if we didn't know. Jesus Christ. Yes. Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde have broken up after nearly two years together. Aww. Jesus Christ. Like, we... We saw this. We saw this, of course, in Venice. We saw that whole awkward little situation. I mean, I think we all kind of figured that out. Did we actually think that was going to last? No! Who the hell gives a shit? And then, of course, um, this is a pretty cool little Batman 89 poster right here. uh, From uh, Ruiz Bargo's Art. Right here, Burgo's Art. Uh, We got that. We got that. Let's continue on. Oh, yeah. Here we go. And then here we go right here. This is more James Gunn stuff. He says, anyone who says they know anything about anything in the future, DCU, is bullshitting because right now that's truly only me and Peter. So, yeah. Anybody who's like, uh, again, if you want to listen to the Scoopsy Daisies out there, the Scoopsy Daisies over here, Scoopy Pants, they're all trying to clamor for scoops. They're all trying to get as much info as possible. Guess what? Don't believe anything they're saying. Yes, they might guess right because that's what they do. They guess they could. They're just guessing because they're just trying to like, you know, they're licking their fingers and putting them up and seeing where the wind is blowing. They're looking at what James Gunn is posting and they're just trying to guess. I mean, there's this whole thing because of what like he put in his bio or something like that. And one of the the alternate social media things where people are like, oh, my God, he wants to do Kingdom Come. And then all of a sudden people are claiming that James Gunn wants to do Kingdom Come. And it's just like going, oh, my God, you're just getting this because people are pointing out a certain thing that was right here. And that's just what they're doing. That's what scooping is now, it seems. There's no I mean, I'm hoping that scooping just goes away. And it seems like when it comes to James Gunn and and and, uh, WBD, they just want to get rid of scooping. They want to plug up the leaks so they don't have that anymore. So then now these guys are left with nothing. And now they're just playing the guessing game. They're walking up to that roulette table and betting either on, on, on red or black. And it's funny because it seems like the roulette wheel is landing on zero or double zero. That's what I'm saying. So don't listen to them. Don't listen to them. And then we got right here, hey, first look at, uh, speaking of Kingdom Come right here, we got our Kingdom Come Batman, armored uh, Batman. 
Uh, this looks absolutely gorgeous. I might have to pick me up this guy, but that's pretty cool. So showing that off. And then, of course, you have more images from uh, Indiana Jones, Mads Mikkelsen, and Boyd Hallbrook right there. So that looks pretty cool. We got a new Batman cover right here from Alex Garner Art. Love me some Batman art right there. And uh, even this right here, that looks pretty cool from Mr. Joe right there. And then, yes, guys, uh, this is pretty sad. Uh, I didn't have a phone and, and for like almost 24 hours. So I didn't even like, uh, I didn't hear about this until, uh, the next morning. Well, that's when it, it was revealed, but yeah, Jason, uh, David Frank, who, uh, best known as Tommy in the power Rangers, who played the green Ranger, the white Ranger. And, um, you know, he, uh, yeah, committed suicide at 49 years old, man. That is just sad. You just never know what's happening in someone's head and everything like that. And I, I know he was making uh, appearances at various different like cons and whatever. Lately, I saw people, I think Saggy Mellons, she had a picture with him uh, recently in the last couple of months and everything. So, man, I just was like, yeah, that was a shock right there. But yeah, so if you have a, a drink or, a, you know, anything, raise your glass. May he rest in peace, man. Jason David Frank, man. It was because of the Tommy character I got into Power Rangers. I thought Power Rangers was dumb at first. But then when I started seeing promos for the Green Ranger, I was like, oh my God, I think I might have to watch this now. This looks like interesting. And then that got me hooked. The Green Ranger was the only Power Rangers. You know, remember when the Power Rangers had those big figurines that came out and like nobody could get them? They were selling out like crazy. <coughs> I actually had... The Green Ranger, because it came with the Dragon Zord um, that I got for Christmas that my mom got me, even though she said it was some Santa Claus, but you know, my mom got it for me, and it came with the Green Ranger inside, so that was the only one I had. I had the Dragon Zord and the Green Ranger, man. I mean, he was like, he was my favorite. He was my favorite. So, man, maybe may you rest in peace. Really sucks. Condolences to his family and friends, man. Just really sad, really sad. Then we got Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. They're trying to do some good right here, as they should, because, you know, the industry is kind of in a shitstorm right now when it comes to all these studios. But right here it says, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are planning to start an independent production company, Artist Equity. That's what it's called, Artist Equity. They plan to share profits from their projects and their actors and off-camera artisans, okay? So they're trying to make it a little more, you know, because guess what, guys? The reason why it seems like these studios are in shambles and layoffs are happening and all this stuff, what I keep on talking about, the cash flow problem, you know why? It's because people are getting way too much goddamn money. You know, you got these actors and production companies and all this stuff. They're, they're just trying to get, they're just taking too much of the pie. I keep on complaining about this. I mean, especially when it comes to animated features, like look at DC Pets. Dwayne Johnson got paid $22 million. Uh, Seven Bucks Productions probably got paid way more than that. And the movie ended up flopping because they have all these like actors, like instead of actual voice talent that actually have voice actors that they have to pay like triple, quadruple the price that they would have to pay an actual voice actor. So then when it comes to like the smaller people, like, Bob, you know, the people behind the camera, stuff like that, they're getting less. And then of course these movies are flopping and all this stuff like that. So, Hey, maybe this could be some kind of a solution where they, Hey, you kind of just spread out a lot of this stuff or people get paid what they should be getting paid. So good on them, man. Good on them. I say, that's good. <sighs> and then check this out. Who wants to get me this uh, for Christmas? Wow. 
They actually have this flash helmet. It actually looks pretty decent. I don't really like the chin strap, but you know, it actually looks kind of cool. Not gonna lie. Imagine riding your bike at night with that thing on. People would think you're insane, but it would look really cool. It definitely would. <laughs> What's happening right here, guys? What is that? I swear to God, it's not real. It's a hand. Okay, YouTube, it's a hand. It's not real. It's not real. It's my, it's my cousin's hand. If you watched, if you watched uh, Paul Rudd in an interview, he talks about doing that right there. He talks about doing that and making that little thing right there. So, yeah, that's my, uh, my cousin's hand that makes it look like, <laughs> uh, like it's something between the, uh, the legs right there. But, yeah, we took that picture last night and we were waiting for Brad Williams. Pretty freaking funny right there. It's hilarious. Come on. You have to laugh at that. And then here's a pretty cool like uh, piece of art right here, the Green Ranger that uh, Raph uh, Grissetti posted right there. I like that. It's good stuff. And then uh, Anya Taylor-Joy says that she can't drive despite playing Furiosa in the upcoming Mad Max prequel. I don't actually have a license. I can't go on... I can't go on a highway. I can't parallel park. But if you need to do a juicy 180 in a truck, I could do that and not hit the camera people. So apparently she doesn't drive, but she could do a 180 in a truck pretty well. So that's interesting. So interesting. Anyway, so uh, and then we got a new image right here of uh, King and uh, Ant-Man. Speaking of Paul Rudd. I don't think Paul Rudd's going to be taking one of those uh, one of those pictures like that. But uh, yeah, so that's uh, new from Empire Magazine right there. We got some first look at Shazam. We got first looks at Shazam 2 and uh, the pops that are be coming out for Shazam. There's a unicorn right there. Apparently they have a unicorn that's going to be showing up, a black unicorn. Interesting. Ryan Reynolds said he wrote a uh, Deadpool Christmas movie. Not the uh, not the uh, PG-13 Deadpool 2. But an actual Deadpool Christmas movie apparently it got lost in the shuffle of uh, the whole Fox and uh, uh, Marvel thing, you know. So that didn't happen. And then uh, we got a first look at uh, Miss Phoebe Walker Bridge, who, uh, you know, apparently she might be taking over the whole Indiana Jones thing, which is dumb because they're doing that whole thing like, hey, we got to replace him with a woman. No, you don't. You have Laura Croft already. Remember that? Remember her? You don't have to do that. But hey, whatever. And then uh, we got the IMAX 3D poster right here, which is gorgeous for Avatar The Way of the Water. I like it. Uh, let's see right here. We got another McFarlane Toys reenacting, of course, the uh, top of uh, Batman the Animated Series. The opening right there looks pretty damn cool. And then, yes, guys, anybody who says that uh, Blue Beetle is going to get delayed to 2024, I can assure you, not going to happen. This is Warner Brothers' uh, slate right here for 2023. And I can guarantee you that they are trying to get everything out. They want no more delays because they need to actually start, you know, because what they're doing right now is preparing for post-2023. So they need to get these movies out, especially the DC movies, for DC movies, which is fine. They need to get them out because there can't be any more delays, more money poured into all this stuff. They need to just kind of like, hey, we got to make sure that this is happening right here. But not a bad list. Okay, I mean, I know, you know, most of you people are going to be watching uh, Magic Mike's Last Dance 3. Yeah, yeah. Who's going to see that on the the 10th? I'm sure most of you are. But no, we got Creed 3. We got Shazam. We got Evil Dead Rise, which I'm really looking forward to. The Flash, Barbie, The Meg, The Trench, uh, Blue Beetle, None 2. All these sequels and remakes and everything. You notice that? It's just sequels and remakes. My God. 
I need some more original stuff. And then, yes, guys, well, the box office wasn't that well because, you know, I mean, let's just fa face it. It's just not that it wasn't that great. But, uh, hey, what can you do? Uh, but, yeah, you can actually uh, purchase Black Adam on digital tomorrow. So they're already putting it out there on digital already. <laughs> yeah. Eh, not doing so well in the box office. What do you expect? And then we got some, speaking of Black Adam, we got some concept art right here, which looked pretty cool. Not too shabby. That's from Victor Martinez. And then happy birthday to the late, great Harold Ramis. Yes, honored on his birthday. So may he rest in peace, too. And then look at this right here. Jesus Christ. This guy, <laughs> James Cameron. I mean, speaking of Avatar, apparently when it came to um, the new one right here, he says, James Cameron says he told off a Fox executive who wanted him to make Avatar shorter. I guess this meant the first one. But, uh, you know, he's talked about this many times where he just says he's not having it. He's not having it. You know, he's a pretty combative person when it comes to this. And he said, I told him to get the fuck out of my office. And that's where I left. So it's pretty much what he did right there. So but I mean, good on him. I mean, he's uh, he's James fucking Cameron, right? So, yeah, he apparently said that and was like, yeah, please get out. We're going to make this as long as I want it to make. So I know some people some people don't like James Cameron and all, you know, this kind of attitude that he puts out there when it comes to this stuff. I kind of dig it because, you know, obviously when it comes to, you know, what happened with uh, with Warner Brothers, Snyder, Ayer and stuff like that. I do like the fact that there is a filmmaker that just kind of goes, you know, no who just looks at studio execs and says no. Now, it's James Cameron, and the guy's changed cinema a number of times, a couple of few times throughout the years. So he can, you know, he does have the clout, I guess you could say, to do that more. But, you know, you just got to appreciate a director just telling a studio exec to fuck off. Nothing wrong with that. I think that's pretty good. That's just me, though. I think more directors should do that but you just never know because those are people are the bosses and stuff like that so yeah all right and then we got this right here uh yeah okay speaking of uh black adam and then coming out on video so soon um dwayne johnson you know because uh i ign posted this right here that says black panther 2 wakanda forever's box office has already surpassed black adam's total which yes it did it's already almost at 600 million dollars meanwhile black adam hasn't made 400 and uh black adam's been out for what almost a month over a month was it a month before no it was like a little less two weeks before wakanda forever came out and uh dwayne johnson right here said what a neutral post. I love competing, but IGN, you guys are in the biz with us. There's no competition with the established global brand of Black Panther compared to Black Adam and JSA, who a year ago no one even heard of. No need to knock us. We're new babies and have to grow. I mean, he does have a point right there, but let's face it. I mean, the fact that I, I'm pretty sure that when it came to like the extra money that was getting poured in for the marketing and all that stuff and all, all the things that were happening, you know, let's I think he was probably hoping it was going to make a little more than it's made right now. It was a little subpar. We were kind of worried about it. A lot of people were hoping that it would reach the 600 to 700 million dollar range worldwide. And it just doesn't seem like, yeah, that's going to it's not even going to come close to that. It's going to be about 200 million, 200 million plus shy of that mark. But uh, maybe it'll find some legs when it comes to streaming, per you know, digital downloads. I don't know. But it was just like, yeah. 
you know, it's a very, you know, it's a, it's a good response that Dwayne Johnson had, but it's like, uh, but did he actually say that or was that one of his people? Most likely one of his people, but, uh, you know, what can you do? It's just, uh, that's just what happens. Yeah. So it's okay, Dwayne. We tried to support it. We tried. We really tried. Anyways. Okay. So there's all that. All right. Let's get back to this. All right. So good stuff. I don't know what you could do. Okay. Yeah. I mean, let's face it, though. That that, that box office, not looking too pretty. Not looking too pretty for Black Adam, but it did pass Shazam. It did. It barely sneaked by Shazam. Kind of makes you wonder what Shazam 2's box office is going to be like. Um, kind of worried about that one. That one might not do as well. But then again, maybe maybe Shazam did find more of an audience uh, on video. Um, I know like a lot of people enjoy that movie. Anytime I've talked, had conversations with people that, and we talk about Shazam, it's an enjoyable movie. It's now part of my Christmas movie rotation. I'll be watching it again soon when I start watching Christmas movies. It's part of my Christmas movie, uh, you know, rotation. Just saying. I think it's a, it's a good Christmas movie. It definitely is. Okay. Certain directors thought the same thing too. Anyways. All right. Let's get to the, uh, the topics at hand here. All right. So let's talk about Henry Cavill and uh, the Superman deal. And because, you know, there was an article that came out, what, it was a Friday uh, from Scoopy Pants, from Scoopy Pants that talks about, um, you know, that there's not quite a deal yet. And we've heard this. We've also, you know, we've heard this also from, we've heard that from her too. So, I mean, it's not just, uh, it's, uh, you know, there's all, there's a lot of people that are like mentioning that. And, uh, I kind of chimed in about this, even talked about it on the vodka stream a little bit, but let's, uh, let's go to the article right here. Uh, hold on. Let me close all these. Jesus Christ. I mean, adds up the ass right here. Holy Lord. I mean, I know my website has, I can't even close those anyways. Okay. Well, here's the article right here. Can't seem to. Okay. So it says right here, Henry Cavill's Superman encounters setbacks to possible DC return. The actor most recently appeared as Man of Steel in the post-credits scene. Yes, we know that. Oh, my God. No, I don't want that. Oh, no. No. Why can't I get rid of this? Jesus Christ. Well, all right. Reload the page, I guess. Jeez. Pop-ups. You got to love that shit. Anyways, I don't want to submit my freaking email to your thing right here. Good Lord. Anyways, according to numerous insiders, uh, Scooby Pan says of the situation, although it has been previously reported that the search for a writer was uh, currently underway, the fact that there's no current, there's currently no writer or director attached to the project, and there's currently no former deal with Cavill to return. Additionally, according to an insider, as it currently stands at the moment, there's no forward momentum on the project while newly installed DC studio bosses James Gunn and Peter Saffron have been busy fine-tuning their long-range plan for the DCU. Now, I've said that, uh, I said this on the Vox stream, and I'm like, when people are like, yeah, can you believe he said that? How can there be no deal? I'm like, well, I don't think there's like a long-term multi- I don't think there's a long-term deal quite set in stone yet. I'm just going by what I heard. 
I think what they're I think what top priority is right now. And, you know, you know, when it comes to what this article says, I can kind of agree with it a little bit because, yes, top priority right now is James Gunn and Peter Saffron doing the Bible, creating the Bible before they start making the full on deals. And I don't think that Cavill has a full on deal quite yet and probably won't get one until about next year sometime when they actually have everything in place. I think they have a short term deal because obviously they had to give him some kind of money, some kind of something for the cameos that he's going to be in because, you know, obviously you got Black Adam, you got the Flash and all that stuff. So so when it comes to all this, when it comes to Henry Cavill's Superman deal, it's like, yes, he might not have the full on one yet, but there's a short term deal, I'm guessing, because there had to be something for the cameos, obviously. But when it comes to the bigger movies, his own movie, possibly sequels to his own movie, crossover stuff, like Justice League films and whatever the hell is going to be happening when it comes to this future uh, uh, Bible or whatever the hell, maybe that those deals aren't set yet. I don't think it's set with anyone. Probably Momoa, Godot. They probably don't even have deals either. Uh, obviously, there's the whole Ben Affleck question, which maybe they're going to be able to make a deal with him. There's no actual long term deal when it comes to all like, like, what are you going to show up in, you know, when it, when it comes to these movies. But I'm sure everything's kind of in the foundation stage when it comes to what they're going to be doing. So he had a, like a little short term deal, but there was promise of a bigger deal. As soon as they get the whole thing worked out, then they're going to realize where he's going to be placed in this DC world, and then they're going to be able to give him the deal and hopefully the deal that he wants. Because God knows how many times Superman's going to show up in a movie, like what kind of cameos, if there's going to be a crossover, is there going to be actual full-on scenes that he's going to be in? I mean, obviously, what's definitely on the table, and you better believe that James Gunn is in Saffron are definitely going away, oh, we have to have a Superman movie. So, of course, that's going to be there. Now, obviously, when it comes to Scoopy Pants, when it comes to Grace and all the the people that like to push back on the Snyder fandom, they do that because they know that they're going to, you know, they're going to get some engagements to that. That's why I always say ignore all that, because they want to agitate. They want to agitate everybody. So then, you know, they get they get more engagement. I mean, that's the thing when the rap write something like this we all you know people start going oh my god and start doing that and then they get more engagement they get a lot of views and everything like that they do that on purpose they do that on purpose it's just uh, that's part of the game that's part of their game right there so that's why i say you know if you don't want if you're, you're seeing this and you're like eh don't post about it don't quote tweet don't do that stuff you know, obviously, uh, you know, when it comes to me, I was gonna, like, you know, gonna talk about it and talk about the the knowledge that I have and just the way I'm looking at it and everything. So, and I'm just kind of just letting you know that hey, that there's going to be something. We'll probably find out something, but it's not going to be till next year because their top priority is to try to get that plan right now, which apparently is going to be done in two months, and then we'll probably hear about it next year. And God knows, like that's when we're going to start hearing about that. I don't know when we're gonna. I don't know when exactly it's going to be. Like I said, there could be a DC fandom. It could be Comic-Con. Who knows? But obviously, Cavill got a short-term deal. He had to get something for coming back and whatnot. But he hasn't gotten his full-on deal because they still have to figure out where Superman's going to be placed in this universe. So that's the way I'm looking at it right now. There's no Superman script. No matter what. Yeah, again, do not, do not listen to, uh, you know, I, every time you just, no. Anytime you see anything like that, that's what I hear. That's just what I hear right there, okay? That's what I hear. Anytime I see Scoopsy Daisies, 
making it seem like, oh yeah, there's gonna be a super, there's a Superman script. They're gonna use this music. Oh yeah, some so and so is gonna return. No, no, don't even believe any of that at all. Okay, don't believe any of that. Okay, anytime I see any of that, I just immediately, I just immediately just. That's what I see right there. So I'm just saying, I'm bringing that drop back. Okay, I'm bringing anytime I'm like hearing all that stuff, I bring that drop back. I've also brought this drop back too. Same thing when I see that stuff, okay? Oops, hit the wrong button right there. Okay, so, ah, it's just annoying. It's annoying. It's very much annoying. So don't believe any of that stuff, but we'll, it'll, it'll, it's getting all figured out. It's just got to have a little patience, guys. Just a little patience. Now on to this little crazy news that happened uh, the other, when, I don't even know when exactly this was, but wow. So Mr. Bob Iger is back. This is interesting. Uh, this was just dropped when it was, uh, this was dropped uh, yesterday. That's right. This happened yesterday, but if you guys didn't see this, this was uh, pretty crazy. But apparently, yeah, Mr. Iger's back. And a lot of us were like, what? Some people are supporting this, which I thought was interesting. But, you know, technically, I don't think it's actually going to be a good thing. It's not going to be a good thing right here. But uh, this is the article that uh, THR posted yesterday. It says Disney shocker, shocker. Bob Iger returning as CEO, Bob Chapek, Chapek exits. So right here, in a stunning turn of events, the Walt Disney Company says that Bob Chapek will step down as CEO with Bob Iger returning to lead the company. Disney's board of directors announced the decision Sunday night. It's crazy when they announce these decisions. We thank Bob Chapek for uh, his service to Disney over his long career, including navigating the company through the unprecedented challenges of the pandemic said Susan Arnold, chairman of the board, in a statement. The board has concluded that as Disney embarks on an increasingly complex period of industry transformation, Bob Iger is uniquely situated to lead the company through the pivotal period. That means more layoffs, guys. That means more layoffs because things are costing way too much. What was I saying when it came to the whole Ben Affleck and Matt Damon thing? You know? Too much. They're spending way too much. Too much on the talent. Too much on directors. Too much on the producers. Too much is going to this. It's gotten to the point where a bubble is pretty much bursting when it comes to this. So you expect expect you hear a lot of things when it comes like what's happening with Warner Brothers Discovery be happening over here too. And specifically this right here, Kareem Daniel exits Disney as Bob Iger sets restructuring of media and uh, entertainment distribution um, division right here. So this guy just walked out. Uh, Kareem Daniel, who is at like a top, top, top executive over here, is exiting Disney as head of the media and entertainment distribution division one day after the ouster of Bob Chapek. Newly reappointed CEO Bob Iger disclosed the news in a letter to employees this afternoon. Noon, um, Iger said that he was uh, tasked, uh, blah, 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 talking about that, a new structure that puts more decision-making back in the hands of our creative teams and rationalizes costs. Uh, that is the initiative, he said, uh, will um, necessitate a uh, recognition of Disney media and, inter and entertainment distribution. So talking about all that. So they fired this guy. And um, I know that probably doesn't look good, too, you know, especially nowadays. You know, nowadays, when you, you know, you're, you're getting when somebody like that exits, you know, I'm just saying it's not good optics. I remember I was having some conversations with that. I'm like, yeah, the optics don't look good. I think Grace even pointed that out. I was like, yeah, optics don't look good when it comes to 
you know, 2022 standards, I guess you could say. Um, but that's what's going to be happening. That's what's going to be happening. We're going to be seeing a lot of interesting things happening when it comes to the restructuring and, and everything that, that's happening over at Disney because I think they, they just they have a cash flow problem too. They really have a cash flow, flow problem. I can't even say that. Cash flow problem. There you go. Say that three times fast. Yeah, it's going to be bad. Yeah. It's going to be really bad. So, uh, you know, what could he do? It's just that's the way things are going to be happening. But I just again, this is why I kept saying, like, you know, when everybody's thinking that Zaslav is like this evil, evil man, worse than Hitler kind of thing and saying he's doing a poor job and all that stuff. He's like, no, he's really just cleaning up the mess of the previous regime. And now when it comes to the pandemic and everything that's happened in the last four to five years and all the money that's been spent on a lot of this stuff, especially in the last two years, now these companies are seeing that big, huge cash flow problem and they're trying to come up with solutions. So now a lot of people are going to be losing their jobs and everything like that. But hey, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, maybe they'll come to the rescue with their whole new approach on the way that things should be. And maybe they should adopt that. It's like, yeah, some of the money, again, some of the money that's being thrown around is absolutely ridiculous. It's just absolutely freaking ridiculous. So we'll see. But yeah, not good optics there, Disney. Good luck. (laughs) I mean, my God, Jesus Christ. Anyways. All right. Speaking of Disney and, and uh, you know, this stuff like that, Blade, they found their director, their new director, because we, uh, we knew that, the, uh, you know, they've been having troubles with this. Bassam Tariq uh, walked because probably, you know, wasn't working out too well. I mean, God knows what was happening, but there's our new director right there, Mr. Jan Demange. I don't know. I'm probably saying his name wrong. You know how bad I am with names but uh yes he's gonna be stepping in as director and uh yeah that's what it says right here after parting ways with director Bassam Tariq Marvel Studios has moved fast and found not only his replacement uh, but a writer as well as sources tell Deadline Jan Demange has signed on to direct the, uh, the pick with Michael Starbury to write a new script. Mahershala Ali, of course, is starring, all that stuff. So, And uh, the, la- the the last thing that this guy was directing was, um, what was that uh, show called that was on there with uh, Journey Smollett? I'm totally drawing a blank right now because my brain sucks. But, you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? What was that? What was that show called? Uh, but that was the last thing that he uh, directed right there. And, uh, you know, a lot of people were kind of raving about that. I still haven't watched it yet. I still haven't watched that show yet. But uh, Lovecraft Country, that's what it was called, right? Um, but, yeah, isn't that what it's called? Yeah. Totally, yeah. It wasn't Empire. No, it was the one with Journey. Yeah, Lovecraft Comp- What was it called? Something like that. Somebody help me out. Um, you know, but uh, it was something like that. Uh, but yeah, that's what he was like directed last or something like that. Or that's what he, uh, I think it actually probably says it in the article. I could probably just look at that, right? Yes. Love, Lovecraft country. There you go. There it is. Okay. Yeah. Could have just looked in the, uh, the actual, uh, article right there, but Hey, what can you do? Yeah. Country country. Yeah, I know. I hear that show's great. So, so that's why some people are raving about it. Cause they were like, Oh, that's the guy who was directing those. Okay, cool. We'll see what happens. But yeah, um, some interesting stuff, though. Maybe I'll talk about it on the members-only stream uh, when it comes to Wednesday. When I heard about this right here, it's also some interesting stuff, a little sensitive stuff when it comes to this because, well, you know, it is 2022, you know? You know how it is. It's just that's the way it is. But, hey, what can you do? All right, moving on. 
Finally, when it comes to uh, this right here, so uh, this showed up last week, and um, it's kind of it's it's interesting because um, I saw some people even post about it, and some people did videos about it, but uh, I wanted to actually you know talk about it uh, a little bit right here. But there was a survey that was ran, and our new study, I should say, when it came to the different fandoms of DC and uh, and Marvel, and this uh, Variety Car article came out and it said Marvel fans showing franchise fatigue, while DC fans more likely to prefer single superhero over universe, says new fandom study. So this is interesting right here because I've always kind of I've I actually believe this to be uh, pretty true right here. It says over one third of Marvel fans feel fatigued from the constant stream of content served in theaters and on Disney Plus this year, according to a new study released on Thursday by the fan platform Fandom. But the study also shows that Marvel fans are also far more inclined to watch any Marvel project in comparison to DC fans who in turn are more likely to consume film and TV about a specific superhero rather than an entire DC catalog. That seems to be true too if you look at Black Adam's numbers. Those are a few of the extensive findings in the study which drew from a survey of 5,000 entertainment and gaming fans between 13 and 54 years old as well as what fandom terms I can't even say that word right now, Jesus Christ, insights from the platform over 300 million monthly users across 250,000 different wikis. So yeah, basically just breaking it down right here. And uh, I don't know how you guys feeling about this when it comes to, because obviously most of us are DC fans. How are you feeling right here? It says, love Marvel and DC buy. Okay, so Patrick saying that, kind of stirring the pot a little bit. I see that. Having more uh, advocates and internal nationalists uh, in... um uh, intention. What does that say? Intention. Yeah, I can't even read right now. In a fandom, as Marvel with 66% over DC with 61% can be an advantage for a franchise, but not. It's not quite the cut and dry. It's not quite cut and dried right here. According to fandom study, 81% of Marvel fans will watch anything released in the franchise. We know about this. We know that Marvel fans will watch anything. By the way, the Avatar trailer is playing right now. Uh, While 67% of DC fans would do the same. Uh, Conversely, just 38% of Marvel fans say they're focused on specific superheroes rather than the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe, compared to 57% of DC fans who care more about one or two superheroes rather than the full DC Universe. That could be a major factor in why only 20% of DC fans say they're fatigued by the number of releases in the year versus 36% of Marvel fans who feel that way through september fan reports that the batman was the global site's largest cinematic release dc fans are also more 20 percent or 20 uh, percent more likely than marvel fans to buy products collectibles clothes even superhero inspired menu items listen to this james gunn listen to this James Gunn and everybody over there, David Zaslav, I hope they're paying attention. I hope they're paying attention because obviously when it comes to all this stuff, they do want to sell the products. They want to sell the shirts, the merch, the toys, all that stuff, right? They want to sell all that. So pay attention. Pay attention to what's happening over here, the DC fans, because I totally agree with that. I mean, I'll watch all of it. I do, but... 
I'm like not I'm not big on the whole like oh yeah we have to have what they're having over there this big huge giant universe with all this stuff I mean obviously that's what they're creating they're going to be creating something like that but I just hope they don't lean into it as much as Marvel does because I keep hearing that and I hear it more and more and more how like when a movie comes out they just go like yeah it's just a placeholder for the next thing it's a placeholder for the next thing so I'm just saying I uh, I totally I, I that's why I'm just when I see this when I saw that 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 study right there I went yeah that that makes sense right there get a little fatigued it's not that much it's not enough to to uh, probably scare the shit out of uh, Kevin Feige and all that stuff but I, but let's face it I think they need to like you know pump the brakes a little bit at the the factory out there you know start making a little bit more you know I mean. I think when it comes to this whole phase four thing, I mean, they were kind of trying to break the formula a little bit. Obviously, you know, there's some people that didn't like it. Uh, there's been some um, uh, divisive uh, movies that have come out, like uh, Multiverse of Madness and, you know, She-Hulk was pretty divisive. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that was just like, eh, you know, but, you know, when it comes to us DC fans, we just want... We just need content. I think that's I think that's what's happening is since you know with the whole Marvel boom, DC has just been trying to be like, well, we're gonna do it like this. No, we're gonna do it like this. No, we're gonna do it like this. You know, they had something. They had something with a little uh, you know director called Zack Snyder, but sadly uh, that didn't happen. So you know, yeah, yeah second one, brother. That's just what happened right there. But uh, as you can't blame them from saying that. But hopefully we'll be getting some uh, you know a good. We're going to have the four movies next year, so plenty of DC content, and then we're going to see what's going to be happening uh, post-2023. Should be interesting. Should be interesting. But it's an interesting study right there. Interesting study. And it does make sense. All right. Let's go over to... Let's see if you guys have any questions. Questions right here. Let's see. Over on youtube it says uh, uh malik matthew says thoughts on reports still saying Zack snyder justice league is canning to the flash have you seen the india comic con and dc latin america advertising g uh Zack snyder justice league yep i saw that right there let's face it it's gonna be they, they don't want 2017 to be canon they don't yes i know zach even said that it it's its own thing it's an elsewhere thing but it's like it's just a it's foundation the flash is gonna build on that foundation and all that stuff so <sighs> anyways david uh some other guy named david says i don't like that guy i heard that his behavior has been problematic in hollywood so apparently uh henry cavill has been problematic in hollywood He's been a naughty, naughty boy, huh? I don't know about that. Well, you know, what could he do? Seems like he's a genuine, nice guy, and a lot of people always say that, so. All right. Eric Blake. Yo, Dave, keeping politics out of the question, really. Uh, do you think that Iger going to Tallahassee soon, kissing uh, Governor DeSantis' ring and adhering to Ron's terms for renewal of Disney World's self-governance contract... No, from what I gathered, uh, they hate DeSantis and DeSantis hates them. That's just the way it is because, uh, you know, um, two sides of the aisle, you know, you got the right and the left and the left is, uh, Hollywood and, uh, yeah, uh, that's going to be another interesting thing and another interesting factor when it comes to this whole Iger thing and when it comes to Florida. That is what's going to be interesting, because what I'm hearing, it's not going to be pretty. Personally, I'd uh, say it's in both sides' financial interests. Yeah, probably, you're probably right. That's a very neutral look at it, but they're not going to look at it like that. 
Mr. Wooter. Hey, Dave. J- Jason David Frank passed away. I was heartbroken on Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, here's my hero grown up. And I'm so annoyed at people on Twitter for making fun of Black Adam box office. I think it's doing great in the box office. Well, I wonder this... Um, I wonder uh, this uh, Snyder fans want this movie to fail. Yeah, some of them definitely do, but, you know, some of them definitely do. But sadly, you know, when it comes to uh, when it comes to the numbers, it's not not doing the greatest show. Um, Mr. Nobody. Hey, Dave, what do you think? Hope the future will hold for Superman Cavill under gun supervision. Will Cavill get his hopeful Superman? That he mentioned in interviews, I'm pretty sure he will. I don't know. I felt Zack Snyder's Superman was uh, doubtful, but later hopeful thoughts. That's pretty much what was happening. And I think Cavill really understands that. So, you know, they're totally going to they're totally going to respect the the past and then look forward to the future. A sire, a sire. Black Adam movie should debut uh, in America for last. Should debut in America for last start all over the world and even here in brazil that way you uh, you put the disney softball critics on check that's what works for aquaman the old administration learn i hope the uh, old administrations be uh, be aware of it uh, okay so released all over in america last okay maybe i mean that could be something they're considering q will superman have a mustache in his upcoming movie i hope so it'd be pretty sweet Rock that stash. No shave uh, November if it comes out in November. Uh, Donut Uncover. If you could have any DC story brought to the big screen, what story would you want to see? Uh, Batman Ego. I'd like to see that. That'd be pretty sweet. RJ, I think it's a great thing for Marvel to hit the reset button on Blade and prioritize making it fall more in line with the originals with a dark and gritty vision. Think they'll go all the way and make it R-rated? They better. They fucking better, but I just, I don't have any trust. I don't have any trust when it comes to that. Hey, Dave, no questions. Just hope you're having a good day. Well, thank you, Joseph. I appreciate that. If Ben Affleck doesn't want to come back uh, at this point and they decide uh, decided to recast him, I don't know. That'd be interesting. To I'd have to, I'd have to wonder. I don't, I don't want to think about that, you know, when it comes to... Uh, I don't want to think about that when it comes to... I know there was another question in there, but I know it had, had to do with uh, Ray. I let him answer that. Um, but, uh, yeah, when it comes to... When it comes to Ben Affleck, uh, let's let's wait and see what happens first. You know, when the, if the news comes out where he's like, this time I'm done, guys. This time I'm freaking done. It's not going to happen. So, you know, we're just... We're just all... We're, uh, we're, we're... Uh, I'm not going to get in the t- tights again. Not going to get in the costume again. So, maybe... Maybe that's when we can start really talking about that. I mean, obviously, there was always like a John Hamm in the brain, but I don't think that would even happen, too, because I think that's long past. I think at one point, maybe John Hamm could have done something, but I'd have to actually think about who could be a good replacement for him just in case he decides like he is actually officially done right now. But if he uh, decides to come back again, then guess what? That's what will happen in my pants. All right, guys, let's go ahead and wrap this up. It's a good way to end it right there with a good little uh, boner joke. Why not? That's right. That's what you get on Film Junkie Live. Make sure you guys uh, subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell so you know when I'm doing this stuff. Uh, Hit that like thumbs up before you leave. Do all the stuff. Uh, Subscribe to everything that's around me right here. Patreon, support on that. Try to post on there as much as possible. Give some more exclusive stuff, content, and whatnot on there. 
So I appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, guys, that'll be it. And uh, everybody, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Same junkie time, same junkie channel. I guess I should watch that Avatar trailer now, huh? I'm not going to do a reaction because I didn't think there was going to be a third one. My God. I mean, how many trailers you have to put out there, but they have to push that movie. All right, guys, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Talk to you later.